You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 44. In this episode, I'm doing a client case study with Joanne Sweeney Burke. In today's episode, I'm doing a client case study with Joanne Sweeney Burke, who is in my VIP mastermind. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. In today's episode, I'm doing a client case study with Joanne Sweeney Burke, who is in my VIP mastermind. As a passionate entrepreneur, podcaster, speaker, and author, Joanne had built a thriving social media business in Ireland, but by niching down more, she is now able to work less and earn more. Do you want to work less and earn more? Then join me on a live webinar where I share what mistakes to avoid when you build your online business and my 100K formula for online entrepreneurs. Sign up by going to sigrun.com forward slash 44. Hi, I'm so super excited to be here with Joanne Sweeney Burke to talk about her client case study. Thank you for joining me, Joanne. Thank you for having me, Sigrun. I'm thrilled to be on your show. So Joanne is a very experienced podcaster, so now I'm a bit nervous <laughs> doing this with you. And yes, so basically, Joanne, I reached out to you in January where I had one spot available on my VIP mastermind, and I don't know what it was, but my sixth sense <laughs> sensed that you were a potential candidate and Within 24 hours, you decided to join. <laughs> so why did you join the mastermind in the first place? Well, your sixth sense was absolutely correct because I had been watching you and your work for about 18 months before that. But I guess at that stage of my life and my business life, I wasn't ready to join a mastermind. And to be honest, even though I'd been in business at that stage eight years, I really didn't know what a mastermind was or I, I'd never had a coach of any sort in my life, maybe just a sports coach back when I was a teenager playing football. But when your email came through, and I remember it really clearly, it was a Monday night and I was in bed and <laughs> got your email on my phone. I'm always digitally on. I read the email and I just returned from a three-day conference in Dublin called the Pendulum Summit. And it was all about wealth mastery and mindset and about personal development. And during that event, I had numerous light bulb moments of which were about, you know, maybe I need to invest in myself to benefit my business. I'm an education-aholic. I, I love learning and I love knowledge. And I have like 11 academic and professional qualifications. And I always thought that was the reason that I was successful in business and that would continue to be the case. But then I went to the Pendulum Summit and following your emails, following your updates, uh, combined with the Pendulum Summit, 
I realized that I needed a business coach because after all, the most successful people in the world have coaches, no matter what sector that they work in, whether it's business or sporting. And I was like, yes, that's what I need. And so I always kind of knew in the back of my head and my subconscious that it was going to be you and bingo, my email (laughs) pinged and you came into my life. Wow. Well, that was probably the fastest decision I've seen someone join a VIP mastermind program, which is, by the way, not not such an inexpensive investment. And where was your business at the time? Why did you think you needed a business coach? So I've been self-employed for nine years and I've worked in public relations and in marketing before that. But about five, six years ago, I went into digital marketing exclusively. But All of my skills from my old working and business life actually married very well now in the digital age. I'd never worked for a big company. I'd never worked for a big corporate. And I actually, I guess, learned the ropes myself. And I always felt in some way inadequate. I just felt that I was making things up as I went along and some things went well, some things didn't. But I wanted to get to the next level and I actually didn't know how. And the other thing that I would say is that I needed to think outside myself. When you work on your own and you're in business, you internalize a lot of things. Yes, you talk to other colleagues, perhaps in your industry, you talk to your family and friends probably don't want to hear about it so much. But I actually needed somebody to help me get clarity. I'm known as the content queen and producing lots of content quickly and frequently and consistently but I was distracted and I was distracting myself and I needed focus. And that's where the business coach, in my view, was going to play a big part. Yeah. So what happened next? I remember one of the first things is a strategy session in a VIP mastermind. And I felt I was turning her, (laughs) your business upside down. (laughs) (laughs) And my life. Telling you to stop and your life, telling you to stop certain things and focus on other things. How do you recall that session? That was a fantastic session. Sometimes when you have a coaching session, it's after the fact that you have the light bulb moments or the personal or the professional discoveries. But I had multiple during that strategy call. And, you know, your job is not to tell me what to do. Um, It's to help me think what I need to do. But you were very straight with me and very honest. And I give you some background on my career to date, the clients that I have been working with. And, you know, I have a degree in politics. I'm a trained journalist. I work for politicians in the EU, for big public sector bodies. I've written a book on how police forces use social media. And then I worked a lot with corporate clients ranging from healthcare to nightclubs to restaurants. And you challenged me and you said, but Joanne, there's no congruency with, you know, the clients that you're working with and where you want to go. And I didn't really know where I wanted to go. I obviously wrote the book because I had a passion for policing and for social media, but I kind of just left it there. And you said to me during that strategy call, Joanne, you are the digital transformation expert in the public sector. And I went, am I? (laughs) And honestly, that was the first light bulb moment. But I have to admit, and this is probably normal for other people, and they probably have the same feelings, is that I had to sit with that for about three months. And I remember going to your live mastermind session in Switzerland with our mastermind colleagues, and Amanda couldn't make it 
to Switzerland, but she was sitting in her office in the UK and we Zoomed her in via Zoom. And she actually said to me, Joanne, what, what is wrong with you? I'm not feeling the energy from you. Digital transformation in the public sector isn't sitting with you. And I felt a bit off and I didn't feel off because I didn't want to be there or I just felt I'd hit a block. And I'd heard all my other VIP mastermind colleagues talking about blocks and roadblocks and all of this. And I was experiencing one. And I guess it was my confidence again. Um, and I think that's another common trait and hurdle that entrepreneurs have is that you fear yourself and your confidence gets in the way. So I did sit with it for three months and I kept returning to all our calls, listening to and watching all my VAP Mastermind colleagues selling and building and launching. And I'm like, I'm like, like the slow coach in the group. <laughs> but I guess I should go back is that while I was sitting with this for a three month period, things were happening in my business. And I should explain to your listeners that my business is predominantly an offline consulting and training business. And that's where I make 100% of my money and my turnover. And it's a very good business. However, there were some clients that just didn't sit with my new direction. And I was afraid to let them go. They'd been very loyal to me for up until five years. I'd been loyal to them. I love their business. I love their brands. I love the income that it provided, but it was wrong. It's difficult to stop something. Yeah, they were wrong. Yeah. And it, it was hard. It was really hard. That. It was hard to accept it. And then it was equally hard to disconnect from them. And in some cases, it did take a couple of months. So while I was sitting with the new direction for my business, and it was going to be offline and online, and they were going to be congruent, I had to change things in my business and let go of some of those clients. So while I felt frustrated at being really slow, while all my other VIPs were launching, I was actually making changes in my offline business. And that was totally the right thing to do for me. Yeah. So you did a lot of changes then over the, well, now it's already nine months in, you've done a lot of changes. How does your business look like today? So today I work 100% with clients in the public sector who retain me on an ongoing basis. So that's politics, policing, and the public sector health education. I have completely stopped working in executing digital strategy. That was taking up a lot of my time. That has completely gone from my business and I don't do that anymore. The only consulting that I will do is strategy or writing a particular training program. It has freed up any amount of time. I have had two holidays this summer and I never take two holidays in the summer. And I've barely worked. My emails have gone quiet. I have more time to think. Keith Cunningham talks about thinking time. I have far more time to think, I have far more writing time and my income has not been affected in any way at all. And that was a huge transformation for me. I had to let it happen. I had to get out of my own way, but I needed that clarity. And that's what I've gotten from you, Sigrun, and from the VIP Mastermind as well. The other thing that I would say is that now nine months in, I'm still the slowest coach in your group, but, but I'm a fast finisher. <laughs> You're a fast finisher. And, you know, it takes time. That's why a mastermind program is minimum 12 months. I've tried to do eight weeks and three months and six months. It's just not enough. And 
look at, you know, you are changing, completely changing your business from executing, uh, you know, digital strategy for people working with a nightclub. And now you are basically working with the EU parliament. So basically, I got goosebumps when you were sharing how you are working less and not earning less. Yes, yes. And that is a concept that's difficult to understand. How does that work? If you had to explain that to someone is how can you work less and earn same or more? Is it just a change of clients? It's a change of clients. It's about having focus with a capital F. And that's the one thing that you've given me and I'm not getting distracted anymore. And it's also putting a value on yourself and your knowledge. And that was another thing that I struggled with. And that's why I initially went to the Pendulum Summit, which led me to them working with you because I had issues around wealth and wealth mindset. And now I will charge my fees competently, comfortably, and people will react positively to me. And that's been a huge game changer for me. You know, it's one stage I maybe would have 20 clients to generate the revenues that I wanted. Now it's like four or five and I have the right clients. And I love what I do. And it's really important that you love your work because then you can spring out of bed every morning and you're living a fulfilled life and doing what you should be doing. And for me, that's really important because work is a big part of my life and I'm not afraid to admit it um, because I love it so much. So yeah, focus, feeling valued and making sure that you're delivering on what you promised to yourself. You mentioned a few times self-worth and confidence and doubt. I guess it's an ongoing theme. It's not something you can just, you know, tick a box and now have achieved it. What do you feel has changed in the last nine months to make you have more confidence, both in your pricing and just generally in yourself in this new direction of your business? I would probably say what has changed is my outlook, giving myself that time to think and to reflect because I filled my working days with chaos, with emails, with being 100% responsive to all my clients all the time and that wasn't possible. I removed myself from the situation and I guess I had a talking to myself after we had many conversations and then just remembering that, you know, I've been doing this for 16 years. There is a reason that people pay me to walk into their companies or their organizations to help them transform. And you're right. I needed to remind myself of that. And I don't think I give myself enough credit. Mm, That's true. It's wonderful to know that Joanne is working for the EU Parliament at the same time. She's also helping, you know, entrepreneurs and, you know, a public sector with digital transformation. And you have a podcast, you have a blog post, you have a vlog. We're always in awe of all the content you produce. So now you continue to produce all this content. Has the content also changed with this new direction? Absolutely. I now have a content plan. Well, I always had a content plan, but now I have a strict content plan. So on a Friday, the podcast goes out and the podcast is in line with the direction of my business. And I'm always thinking about who should be on the podcast and what topics I should be thinking about. My e-sign goes out on a Tuesday then to all my community and with the top digital content that I produce. The blog posts come out on a Wednesday and I've been doing intermittent vlogging as well. So I've kind of pared back the content a little bit, but um, I'm still as consistent, but it's definitely more relevant. And 
you know, you don't have to be everywhere all the time. You need to have consistency, fluidity, but the content needs to be consistent. And the other major thing that you gave me was that all of the content that I'm producing in terms of my online business. So I'm creating eight online courses, which you can take individually or you can take collectively. And that course is also going to become a book, which I'm writing concurrently. So how I produce content is I produce content in long form. It's the old fashioned way. I write it, I type it and I write in long form. So I might produce 5,000 words, which might be a chapter of a book. And then that's repurposed into an online program, perhaps an ebook, a podcast, a video, a webinar, and lots of other product types. But they are all consistent with my goal of building and launching an online business and then producing a book and then having my signature talk. All of that focus keeps me on the right road. Yes. And what's the name of the book? So the name of the book is Digital Transformation in the Public Sector. What else? <laughs> now I get goosebumps again. <laughs> well, Sigrun, as we're here right now, it's probably an opportune time to ask you to, number one, hopefully review the book for me, but um, also to perhaps write the foreword for the book. Would you do that? Wow, the third third goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> well, I kind of have to. I was the one that told you yes. this was your direction. Yes. Of course, Joanne, you had everything in place to go into this direction, but sometimes you don't see, what do you say? You don't see... The wood from the trees? Yes, exactly. And that's why you need to surround yourself with people who understand your business, but see what you're not seeing yourself. Yeah, and as I said at the at the beginning... I always felt I had the answers because that's the type of person that I am. I love a good problem to fix and I'm the best problem solver in life and in business. But sometimes you need to take a step away, especially in your business and, you know, have conversations with other people to, to allow you to get that clarity. Thank you so much for sharing your client case study with us, Joanne. It's been a pleasure like always. Thank you for having me on The Sick Run Show. Ready to turn your passion into profits and take your online business to the next level? Join me on a live webinar where I share what mistakes to avoid when you build your online business and my 100K formula for online entrepreneurs. Sign up by going to sigrun.com forward slash 44. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share, subscribe and give the show a review on iTunes. See you in the next episode.